Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Oh, well, welcome and hi, where I'm very pleased to say I've just watched Jules eat an entire Kit Kat Chunky in three bites. Oh, inhaled. <laughs> well, actually, it had done a lovely thing where it had broken for me in the middle. Oh. So it had separated itself. It was very convenient. <laughs> it's completely You didn't see effort. me buy it, did you? No, I didn't. Now, we just popped around the corner for a little bit of lunch. Um, I'm very pleased because it was very slimming world friendly, actually. Almost a completely free lunch. But you went first, bought your vegetarian lasagna. I thought that was it. Only when we get back here... Does it come out of the coat pocket? It's been concealed in there. I did not see that was you were lightning fast buying that. I didn't even see your hands move. <laughs> but also, also there's a thing where I just know after a lasagna, 15 minutes later I'll be craving sugar. Sure. So it's just got to be highs there. And lows, a kick up chunky. It was that or Reese's buttercup, <laughs> like Reese's cups. They would have been dense and heavy. I'm glad I went for the chunks. Yeah, and also you've got three to get through with your Reese's. No problem. You- <laughs> no problem with that. They'll be moving through. But we're just about to record a podcast. The last thing you need is a Reese's peanut butter cup stuck in your teeth. That's true, actually, and they really <laughs> There'd do There'd be some really on. like sporadic teeth whistling happening <laughs> as we're doing this. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, just, a, just a bit of Reese's there. It's just stuck at the back. I mean, coming up on the podcast today, after because we had Bronwyn on last week, it sort of feels like we haven't done this for ages. No, yeah, who are you? Yeah, no, oh, this is funny, isn't I it? I loved Bronwyn. Oh, she was dreamy, wasn't if she? If you haven't listened, listen. Just down the little scale on there. Um, yes. Bronwyn last week is a cheese buyer, and she basically gave us the most amazing cheese advice through um, her career insights. It was incredible. I'm, oh. I have such a friend crush on Bromwell. It was awesome. We will be seeing her again, no doubt. No doubt about that. Whether she likes it or not. <laughs> <laughs> She's got no choice in the matter. We'll just hang out where she works. Um, coming up, obviously, news from the North. Um, what's yours about? Um, an accidental giveaway. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
mine's about a tree. Yes, that's coming up oh, a little God. bit later on. <laughs> God, news from the north hitting really good, <laughs> hitting good stats this week. Um, June and Sheila, I can't. Now, my June news is actually, I mean, it's hot off the press. It happened this morning and she was live on the phone to me as it happened. Gosh. Really breaking news from June. Well, because we had Bronwyn last week, I haven't actually spoken to Sheila this week because the news from last week and the snow is so good. I didn't need to. (laughs) Do you know what? I missed the snow. I kind of missed it because it happened... It was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I was in Jersey doing the rest of my celebrant training. I was doing the rest of my wedding training, so I missed it. Now, look, I know it was very problematic for a lot of people, caused a lot of problems. People couldn't get around, you know, it was all a bit of a worry, but I missed it, and I'm gutted, to be honest. Well, I had to take back loads of clothes on Saturday morning because I went shopping and had full thermals and snow boots and then another full outfit and lots of different layers of jumpers. I had to say to the store staff, I was like, do I have to try it on because I've got so many clothes on I I just can't face getting undressed. (laughs) (laughs) So then I went home, had a hot shower, then tried everything on. I was like, oh, it's all awful. So I had to take it all back. (laughs) And she was like, is there anything wrong with it? I was like, I just couldn't be bothered getting undressed in the store to be perfectly honest. No, fair enough. I thought you were going to say that you'd been out and bought loads of clothes for the big freeze. Who knows when it'll end and I'll be able to leave the house again. Stocked up. You know how people stocked up on beans and things. Well, I do think though because I bought two coats last week. I was in Manchester for a quick meeting um, (laughs) and I went to Urban Outfitters and I was in quite literally the sale rail um, and I was like, I need warm coats, I need layers, I need this and then today it's like quite mild and I put it all on I was like, Oh, no. (laughs) It's the Mickey Mouse ears of my wardrobe again. (laughs) I did the same thing, except I sort of went to the other extreme yesterday. We went to the cinema and I was like, oh, the snow's gone now. It's practically tropical out there and just wore a bit of a jacket. And I was like, oh, no, it is still winter. It's still winter. It is still a bit nippy. Um, But, yeah, I just just went for it. (laughs) I thought the bikini probably was a step too far. The boob tube. <laughs> God, are you nervous about the live? I am beside myself about the live. I'm not nervous at all. I, I just don't know what to wait. wear. Oh, God. <laughs> of course. The dual sartorial dilemma, which happens every time we do a live anywhere ever. Jules just I'm goes, thinking about getting a stylist. <laughs> I'm not even joking <laughs> you. I was in Topshop the other day and I was like, maybe I should hire a personal shopper and tell them it's performance wear. It's different from normal wear. <laughs> it's performance wear. I don't think... I mean, people. I can imagine people crying, actually, trying to please you in the stylist department. Hate it. I hate it. I hate you. Get out of my sight. I'm like, it's a disco. Are you crazy? Yeah. What were you thinking? <laughs> I can just imagine you. I would not want to be your stylist. And no, as someone who's worked in an industry like Devil Wears Prada, I mean, I am pretty like, oh, I'm vile. Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> You can pretend all you like, darling. I'm parting cash for these goods. (laughs) Are you mad? (laughs) Although I was saying Sarah earlier, I did see um, a pair of platform-esque Spice Girls shoes in the menswear department of Salvages this weekend. Now, when the Spice Girls were big, I'm going to open up to a little secret, a little feud that happened within my family. Um, We were shopping one Saturday and I spotted in a shoe shop it was one of those shoe shops that has all the sizes out. Yes, okay, All right, of them yes, out across yes. all of the shelves. Yeah, yes, of course. And there was these um, <laughs> black uh, black trainers with a massive platform wedge underneath. And I was yeah. like, that is the shoe that I want to be. Because I basically wanted to be Jerry Halliwell. Yeah. 
Um, wouldn't now, but totally did back then. Yes. And I went in to try them on, and I was a nine, and it only went up to an eight. And, oh, I remember, and my mum was like, "They are for girls." And I remember it was it was harrowing for me. Yeah. And I feel like my life has been haunted by the platform that never was. Yes, of course. So I yes. feel like I need to cure that sartorial demon that's been deep within my soul. <laughs> both of them oh Oh, god (laughs) and i feel like however much these shoes are i feel like they are what i need to wear to said disco well that's it darling it's done you must own them i mean we must go immediately actually straight after this news from the north if i had a mortgage i'd read mortgage (laughs) (laughs) call the uber bring the car around (laughs) i had them as well i had the big platform shoes but i just always remember the inevitable news reports which usually happen if there's a bit of a trend the news then get hold of it and you get some sort of orthopedic doctor on going they're actually very very bad for you and somebody fell over in a playground somebody fell off a Spice Girls platform shoe and broke their ankle and then that was it it was all like no parents across the land you're not having them you're not wearing them they're very dangerous they were high though I don't know how they did it do you know what Emma Bunton she was never talking about it was she they were all wearing them trotting around on stage nobody was talking about a twisted ankle I bet when she gets out of bed now it's like she's got a rod up about she just moves in one clean sweep <laughs> around because her, her vertebrae is completely knackered in from wearing those platforms locked straight up <laughs> god they were high they were high what i like though now is that because the 90s are back in fashion and we've seen it before but the kids they're so young they don't know they, yeah. they, they're reckless somebody said that to me that, that one day things that you remember come round again sheila had it with the knee-high boots do you remember when yes. they were in she's like, i've seen them the first time round. Yeah. i'm not doing that because i said get on it get trendy mum no june will be like oh we had all of these oh we threw them all out oh they'd be vintage now i'd like these would be a fortune now mum she's oh we threw them all out we put them in a skip (laughs) (laughs) spaghetti straps that's the thing yeah that's everywhere now the cold shoulder of the 70s (laughs) as well i'll never be able to do a cold shoulder i'm not interested in having a cold shoulder no. Do you know what? It's funny as well because they've invented the phrase cold shoulder because in my day it was a vest. That's all it was. It was a vest. It wasn't a cold shoulder look. It was just a top with no sleeves. Did you ever have the trousers with the poppers all the way up the side? Absolutely. No, I did. And my brother at the station just before I got on the train to Leeds ran over after he said goodbye and whipped them straight (laughs) up. I had a whole leg out. Well... I actually, now I was a bit grungy, dear listener, when I was about 14, 15. So I wore, the, you know, the very big combat trousers. Yeah, I'm familiar. better on the Appletons, truth be told. But I had them on. And something that I also like to do, don't ask me why, was to wear men's boxers. So I would wear men's boxer shorts with the big cargo pant. Very loose, right? Very loose. My friend outside McDonald's in Macclesfield in the middle of a Saturday ran up behind me and pulled it down and the lot came down and my white bare bottom was there for anyone who was eating a fillet of fish in the front window. Honestly, I nearly died. <laughs> I wondered why you belted up so tight Absolutely. and that's it. I've never looked it. back. Nobody ever no, you can't even I can't get these jeans down to be honest. I once ran up to someone um in the street on a Saturday while we were shopping, thinking it was someone in my year at school, ran up, smacked them on the arse and went, Alright, sexy they turned around, it wasn't him. <laughs> I was like, I'm terribly sorry. I've got to go. Sorry, I thought you were somebody else. (laughs) Which, looking back, I mean, he was about my age when I did it. So it must be terribly degrading, actually. (laughs) But I, oh. 
Oh, oh, I thought I was sexy. Great. Oh, no, no, no. It's not you. Sorry, no. I thought it was somebody else. Oh, no. You're, you're not who the bottom that I want to pinch at, at all. Oh, God. Now, I've seen on uh, the old Instagram stories, how was Jersey? Do you know what? Jersey was great. Biscuit fueled once again. Oh, now, they look nice in your room, I must say. <laughs> So I arrived. Look, I'd been thinking about those biscuits since 11 o'clock that morning. I arrived at 9 o'clock at night. You are like Pavlov's dogs. Yes, I was like, (laughs) the biscuits. I got in. I was eating the biscuits before I'd taken my coat off. I'd finished the biscuits by the time I got my boots off. And then I thought, hmm. Now, the girl (laughs) on the reception had been ever so nice, very friendly, very accommodating. What's her name? I don't know. Let's call her Claire. Oh. So, um, I... <laughs> Could have gone anyway, then. <laughs> Claire. Claire will see me right. Now, look, I'm not, I'm not one to judge. I love a biscuit. Claire looked like she loved a biscuit. I was like, she's going to nice. understand, right? I went down to reception and I said, look, I'll level with you. I'm having biscuits for tea. I've eaten the ones that you put in my room, both packets. Have you got any more? And she did. She produced the box. She she went, have a go through. She was going through them with me. She was like, oh, there's chocolate ones here, have them. And then I, she was like... Produced a box from where? Two. What, under behind the red? I don't know, housekeeping somewhere. They have a cupboard because last time I went, I forgot my toothbrush. So I went downstairs and they went in the cupboard and they produced the toothbrush. And that is the same cupboard that she produced the biscuit box from. So I'm it's thinking... It's not a cupboard, it's yeah. a whole room. <laughs> oh, God, to be trapped in there overnight, honestly. Keep reborn. Oh, I tell you what, if you got snowed in, that cupboard's where you'd want to be everything you could possibly need um so she gave me more biscuits i considered going back again but i thought no come on even claire would draw the line there but she was amazing she was like have you got enough are you sure i said i've got 12 packets claire i can't have any more than this so i ate all the biscuits but it somewhat came back to um haunt me ever so slightly um because uh, we were doing the training now part of the training was the first time we went we had an assignment and it was to write a wedding we had a case study and if you remember I was really embellishing I gave them all names and stuff like that called the mother of the bride Sheila so now we had to perform them right so as a group we were all given roles and we all had something to do I was father of the bride I was groom I got married three times I went to eight weddings over the course of the whole day honestly I could not have watched another set of vows I just couldn't have done it to myself so anyway eight weddings in a day eight weddings in a day and (laughs) at one point I'm just thinking of the cake but you wouldn't have even had it no it was all there was no celebration oh no there was no champagne darling there was no canapes on the lawn no sober weddings so I've done my ceremony right which is quite a big deal you know you're gearing up for it you're delivering it you do it and then you have the little adrenaline rush afterwards Anyway, I'm stood and I think, thought, do you know what I need? I need a biscuit, right? So I'm over by the tea and cake. I'm eating my 84th biscuit of the day. And now, do you remember Jeremy, who had the watch that went bong? Yeah, and Jeremy was telling him to move. Yes, he had to keep standing up. Jeremy comes up to me. Now, bearing in mind it was cold and I had my thermals on, right? He comes up and he's like, just wanted to check. That is just thermals under there, isn't it? I said, what do you mean, Jeremy? The penny dropped. I said, no, no, this is all me. He was asking if I was pregnant. He was asking me. (laughs) He's like, I just wanted to check. And then he realised, he realised the horror because (laughs) the lady who was stood next to me was like, no, 
no, Jeremy, no. Like she saw it coming. She saw it happening. She saw it happening. She was like, no, no, no. And I, I had to put, I was like, no, this is all me. All me in here. And then he was like, oh, um, uh, oh well, uh, it's, just, it's just that you're glowing. You're absolutely glowing like this. And I was like, forget it, Jeremy. <laughs> I may have lived on 358 biscuits with Claire last night, but but no, no, no. And I just, honestly, I had a real, God, it was a real moment. And obviously all I could think was, God, I need a biscuit now. (laughs) It's funny, like it is, as a man, it is a hard thing to say. And we always say, we, I say this like I go to the men's club, lol. (laughs) We boys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, unicorn bar might be classed as it. Um, You just never ask. You never ask. Somebody would have to be in labour before I'd say, oh, you're having a baby. (laughs) Yeah, water's breaking. That's it. She would have to be yelling. And I'd be like, oh, you're you're pregnant. Um, But also, in terms of the tube, it is awkward as. Mm. So if you are living in London or travelling on transport, get a damn badge because it is really helpful for everyone. It does help. You know, I mean, I've been offered a seat twice. And actually, I've taken that seat. I'm like, well, more fool you. <laughs> you should have been clearer. You should have been more sure, actually. I keep reciting the fact that somebody thinks you have children because of the way that your house is decorated. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've obviously got kids. No, no, this is just no, my... No, I, I just have a really colourful house. my interiors, actually. This isn't for kids at all. But yeah, I couldn't believe it. And then I, if you see my Instagram stories, I then got stuck in my dress, which was a real low. I couldn't reach the zip at the back had to go and find Claire I had to go all the way down to Claire was mid bourbon Claire, yeah. Claire can you undo me <laughs> mid bourbon in the cupboard what what Sarah <laughs> brushing the crumbs off <laughs> oh god how have you been love I've been really good actually I've been super busy uh, and I haven't been able to talk about it for so long um, so if I can't give you exactly what I've been up to but if you want to find out something Fun. Yes, that's actually pretty major, isn't it? That- oh my god, it's it's huge. He's totally playing it down, and I understand why. Because you're like, I can say, but I can't say. I've said it, but I haven't said it. Go and follow the Isle of Paradise on Instagram, and you will be given a little hint of what I've been up to for the past year and a half. Well, do you know what? We will have a massive celebration about this on the podcast last week because it will be all out there. The launch. Oh, I've said too much. Oh. It's going <laughs> to be happening. Jules has got amazing news. Big, brilliant, incredible news. Yeah, the Isle of Paradise. That's what it is on Instagram. Go and have a look. We've said too much. (laughs) Go and have a look there. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now look, letters. There are so many well, letters look, shall here. Well, look, we do a bit of correspondence? And if you would like to send any congratulations cards to me after you've looked at the Isle of Paradise, do feel free. <laughs> Absolutely. We just keep asking for things. I've got engaged. Send me congratulations. I've had a birthday. Send me a card. <laughs> I've got a really, really good card here with um, French ducks on it. You know, oh. like ducks that you put in a bath, but they're all, they are in the style of Juju Coco. They are. And you can tell because they've got a beret and a moustache. And they are holding brie. Yeah, that is good. Is that a baguette in his other hand? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. these ducks have been busy, haven't they? <laughs> oh, little French ducks. Dear Jules and Sarah, your beautiful podcast has made my day over and over again. Thank you. Dankeschön. Oh, oh you're German, not French. Oh, how awkward. Um, Simone from Berlin. Oh, Simone. But it is a French card. Where, what, what detective work here? Where is she? Simone, Simone's on the run, for sure. I think that Simone is from Germany, but she sent, she sent it via... Oh, no, it's Deutschland. It's the Institute of French in oh, Germany. Oh, that's it. She's gone to a museum. She's God. had a little afternoon out to France. You and I could have been spies. Yes, we could have. Look how we look how quickly we got to the bottom of that. We know exactly <laughs> a what's real going spy on. would have been like done. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. and I are like where's this postcard from? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at the postmark. Ooh. Um, now, I've had a slightly more unusual card in that it's addressed to Sarah Powell and John Hillcock. Now, John Hillcock, of course, is my betrothed. My beloved, my one, my all, my fiance. Sarah's fit John, in other yeah. words. Fit, oh, he's God, so, so fit. Fit John, fit John. Um, this is a lovely card. Cue the confetti. I'm expecting a cannon as I open it. Gorgeous. Look at this. So, uh, oh, it's our dearest Pete Winterburn. Pete, you gorgeous thing. And look, he's used one of those machines. Did you have one of these? Yeah, I love up? those. What are they called? They're like, they punch... I Letters into yeah, plastic. They, it makes it, and there then, is a name for it. Yeah, and then Shall you I can Google? stick it to things. Have a Google while I read it. Sarah and John, congratulations on your engagement. I wish you both a lifetime of joy, love and happiness. All the best, Pete Winterburn. I mean, Pete, that is just heavenly, actually. It's so gorgeous. What's it called? Metal stamping kit, letter kit... Oh, there is a name for it. They're also, I mean, they're used for labels, aren't they, when you can write stuff on them. Is it a label, mate? It might be a label, mate. But also, (laughs) very good for ransom notes as well, actually. Very effective. It is a label, mate. Oh, there we go. Is it a label, mate? (laughs) (laughs) We'll put a picture up. Pete, thank you so much. Now, I've got one more here. It feels a bit weighty. Oh, really? Money? Checks. (laughs) Gold. Um, it It says important on it. Lovely. It's got floral stickers. Flamingo stickers. Be a fabulous sticker. No, I love stickers on envelopes, don't I? Oh, you do. Oh, it's such a gorgeous card. Oh. Gold foil. It says thank you on it. 
To the fabulous Jules and Sarah. Hi. Just a quick note to say a massive thank you for the brilliant podcast. I only discovered you a few weeks ago. Oh, gosh. But I have listened to every single episode. I love it when new Port Salut crew members come in. Yes. God, but that, I mean, that's that is, that's a real undertaking. That's a second job to get through all that <laughs> right there. I've often found myself laughing out loud. Your friendship reminds me of me and my gay best friend. Right. Oh, um, amen. I've had a tough couple of years with family illness and bereavement and my own mental health issues. I'm so thankful that you both openly talk about going through tough times yourself. It's so refreshing and reassuring uh, that two outwardly happy and together people like you also have struggles. Oh. Um, I'm sad I finished my podcast binge, but I look forward to the next episode. I love your Spotify playlist and I giggled to myself this morning when I pressed shuffle and the first song that came on was Dip It Low. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are amazing. Much love to you both, Jess. Um, I'm from Norfolk, so feel free to read it in an accent, although I don't think I have one. See, when I want to do Norfolk, I always I always want to go west country. You go Bristol, don't you? But Norfolk, I mean, we have such love for Norfolk. I, oh I could God. live in Norfolk. Absolutely. We might go in a minute, actually. It's actually a really lovely thing that you say here about um, talking about how open Sarah and I are with our issues. Oh, because, we're an open book. Well, because we've been up to a little something special, haven't yes, we? Yes, we have, actually. We've been up to something. Keep an eye on Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram next Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, look at all these teases. Ooh. Go to Isle of Paradise. And yeah, next Wednesday, something really We told lovely. you it was going to be a big year. We yes. told you. We've got something a little bit extra, a little bit new, a little bit special for you. So do hold on for that. Mm. Um, of course, the tickets are on sale now to come and D-I-S-C-O with us. Yeah, we're going to do another live podcast. If you didn't hear last week, if you're just tuning back in, maybe you've had a little relaxation break. Yeah. Come to London and listen to a podcast, but also mingle, party with us, uh, see the merch, be the merch, you are the merch. Um, But also, don't be afraid to come on your own. There's loads of people DMing saying they're coming on their own. It's totally cool. Like, if there's one thing Sarah and I have been always striving for is... We like weird. We like different. Yeah. We, we are really inclusive. We're not exclusive. If you're if you're listening and you're always listening on your own and you're thinking about it, come on down. Totally, don't worry Everyone, at all. Whenever we've both done, like whenever we've done lives, everyone who has come has been awesome. Yes. Like awesome. Spectacular. Like, totally our yeah. kind of people. So come on, make friends, get involved. And I might show you a couple of my signature dance moves. Oh my gosh, well there's a promise. It is happening, <laughs> it's happening next month in April. But yeah, everything that you need is on Jules and Sarah podcast. If you go there and also the link's in the description. I'm literally pointing down. <laughs> I enjoyed like, it. I, thought, I was like, is that rash bag? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, How, how on earth is Sheila? Ken and Sheila this week. Oh my goodness. So, snow has fallen. Snow has fallen <laughs> all around me. Um, that was a Christmas song. It's really yes. throwing me. Um, <laughs> the season that I love, love so much. Anyway, so Sheila and Ken, they, their house is kind of down a slightly sloped driveway. Mm. It was very difficult when in the days of us all going out, lots of girls slipping on the gravel, sure. that kind of thing. Yes. My friend Tessa's 90-year-old grandma could come down that gravel drive in heels and not 
flinch. Oh, God, she she was a She drove through the war. <laughs> oh, God, she was amazing. Anyway, Ken and Sheila had forgotten to cancel Grissini on day of deep snow. Oh. Now, Grissini obviously wants to come to work. She wants to earn her money. That's yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Ken and Sheila have just, ref- they've locked in. Yep. They were snowed in. The hot chocolate's on the Arga. The yes. soup's on the go. The butter's, no, the bread's been buttered. It's busy, busy. baked beans. Oh, it was shutters down, lock in. Yeah, That's what was yeah. going on. Anyway, slips down the drive Grissini's arrived so Sheila's like oh my god oh my god had to run upstairs hair up quickly change they just bedded in with like Netflix she mustn't see me (laughs) so anyway Sheila re-emerges like stars in their eyes with the dry dry ice that Ken's probably wafted at the hall (laughs) (laughs) and then she does like the full day's clean great anyway but while she's cleaning with each wipe of her cloth more snow is falling yeah Ken said he was down in the office working he was like the more I thought about it, I got very concerned for Grissini's car. And I yes. said, oh, right. He said, I didn't know if Grissini would be staying the night. <laughs> and I said, oh, you wish, Ken. We, we know how attractive she the is. The great thing is she can change her own bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, anyway, they say, Grissini, finish your shift. It's okay. Like, yeah. let's get you out of this drive. So they sit down. Grissini gets in the car. Bear in mind, Grissini wears heels all year round cleans in heels in the snow in heels gets in and starts driving up the drive now there is there is a point of the drive where it suddenly goes from a gradient incline to a steep incline a bit like you and you and I if we were to watch our drinking levels on a graph yes sure straight up up. Um, so as she gets to that bit the back end of the car swings (gasps) around keeps swinging around her car just won't go up she's not going anywhere they sat there watching on stakeout literally with hot chocolate in their hands just looking up the drive like (laughs) We're going to have to go out, aren't we? We're going to have to go out. They both looked at each other, nodded, put the hot chocolate down and went up. So Grissini's there putting the foot down on the pedal. And Ken and Sheila are there in the wellies and jumpers oh, pushing. <laughs> Mum said the car swerved. Grit. I'm surprised they went on the local news. Grit, snow, whoom, oh, up the front no. of Sheila. Hair oh, ruined. Ken's God. covered, slipping about. They can barely grip on. They get her on. Grissini was gone. <laughs> she barely looked back. Beep, beep. See you next week. And Ken and Sheila said they were stood there, soaked, head to toe. Yeah. And then just as they're walking down the drive, Sheila stacked it. Slipped oh, on her back, no. down the drive. Oh, done. Sheila. Ken said it was very hard to keep a straight oh, face at that God. point, but he, he knew it was, he knew laughter was forbidden. Yes. Completely forbidden. Yeah, until at least in two years' time. <laughs> oh, the final insult for Sheila. <laughs> Oh, How on earth is June? Well, June's had her own snow crisis. Oh the gosh. boiler, the boiler went. They had a power cut. They've had honestly. They've and been... June really doesn't have any neighbours near. Just the Abs- alpaca farm. No, that's it. It's June, Dad, and Ruby huddled round a wood burner until nine o'clock until they can go to bed. That's all it is. She was like, oh, "I'm texting, but I'm losing my battery. Carry on, go on, go on." <laughs> <laughs> I'll soon be out. Um, anyway, so that was, I mean, that was just a, a little something that happened over the weekend. So they survived the night, which is good. The deep freeze. And, then, <laughs> and I was speaking to mum the next day and mum was like, mm, yes, no, it's been done. Ruby, Ru- I'm going to have to go. I've put a big lo- loaf out on the lawn and she's found it. It's only a matter of time before she finds the tray with the tidbits for the birds. I've got to go. So Ruby's out there having the time of her life, munching on it, munching on a stale sourdough. June, Ruby, get us, get out like this. Anyway, she rang this morning. 
<laughs> she was she was out with Ruby. Now, where they live, there's an enormous peat bog. <laughs> so she's out with Ruby this sorry, morning. <laughs> sorry, this is where it gets good June out because June with the Love Actually CD has had me crying with <laughs> oh, laughter. Yeah. June, any moment there's a June out of the house, I'm yeah. like, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> well, of course there was. Yeah, the Love Actually CD that got thrown from a car window and nearly hit June. She cleaned it off. She's absolutely couldn't get any more pleasure out of it. Loves it. Um, so she's out this morning with the dog and they're on the peat bog and they're walking around and mum's like there's not a soul for miles right she walks past this log now you know if you find something on a country walk like I don't know a hat you'd pop it somewhere visible so if somebody came back to retrace the steps they'd be able to find it yeah this is a log on it there's a pair of glasses gentlemen's one black glove and a walking stick propped up against it Curious. Very, very. June was a bit freaked. Actually, June was like, "What's happened? He's sunk. What is this? Yes, what yes, is, he's what sunk. Is this, the snow, like these bits of him, just left behind, like this." Anyway, well, you'd think there'd be a hat. Yes, you would. A you glove hope. and in, and glasses. Yes, glasses usually would go down. Glove maybe as his hand went up to reach for oxygen and the glove didn't penetrate <laughs> God, through. So and a stick from where he dropped him fell into the bog. Oh, I can understand that. But there would have been a hat somewhere. Oh no, maybe his yeah. hat would have. Yeah, no. If he had a hat at all. In snow, he would have yeah, done. That's. But he's obviously he obviously doesn't know where he is. He's very treacherous. He's <laughs> bewildered. He's forgotten his hat. Anyway. Mum, mum was like, oh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Somebody's disappeared. I was like, I'm sure it's not that, mum. I'm sure it's fine. Anyway, June realised to her horror, she dropped her own glove, right? So she dropped her purple glove. She's like, oh, I've only got one glove now. She's like, oh, I've got to go back. I've got to go back to the funny log. She gets back to the log. The purple glove is sat on the log it sat on mum's like there wasn't a soul for miles like this. I was like mum somebody's found your glove and popped it on she was like no I don't think there was anyone there I was like oh god the bog's coming for her she said she it's grabbed very it. hound of the Baskervilles it's isn't it it's terrible isn't it she said she grabbed the glove and ran home I thought I you like, were going to say she picked up the other glove oh no she's not one for a rogue glove What's, what use is one glove <laughs> Oh, gosh. Shall we do news from the north? Oh, my God. Let's June. June, the chilling tales of June. (laughs) Now, my one comes from the NottinghamPost.com. Oh, nice. Strong. Global. (laughs) Nottinghamshire's White Post Farm accidentally gave away almost 7,000 free annual passes. Oh, passes for what? Tell me more. the The subtitle is incredible. Parents and children were disappointed when the passes were cancelled. Oh, Ooh. mean. Um, then there's a lovely picture of two girls holding lambs. That's fun. Um, almost 7,000 people bagged free season tickets to Nottinghamshire's White Post Farm due to an administration error. The attraction offered free year-round entry on its website for around two hours on Sunday evening, but has since retracted the offer, <laughs> leaving parents and children disappointed. Word quickly spread that when customers visited the buy online section of the site, the option for a free annual pass was available and more than 6,800 people took advantage of the, in inverted commas, offer. (laughs) They're no fools. Some parents have asked 
um, for the pa- some parents have asked for the passes to be honoured, but the trading standards have confirmed the farm is not obliged to do this. The farm, based in Farnsfield, argued it could not stay in business if it did honour the passes. Aww. Anthony Moore, 36, marketing manager at White Post Farm, said, uh, now Nottingham accent, you, <clears throat> no, hang on. <clears throat> Nottingham accent, how do I do it? All right, me? Yeah, no way. It has been very difficult few days. I was unfortunate accident. Um, it was an unfortunate accident and we are very disappointed in ourselves. We know how disappointed people are, but the majority of people phoning were expecting this and have accepted it well. <laughs> it's just the odd few have gone, no. <laughs> Mr Moore pointed out that as a small business, not only could the farm not afford to give out so many passes, mm-hmm. it also has a capacity of 2,000 people and the 6,800 pass holders could cause a healthy health and safety problem. Oh, it'd be a nightmare. Oh, the goats, the cows, the pigs, they'd oh. all be like, oh, it's gridlock out there. I'm not performing today. Forget <laughs> it. I need a pay rise. I want more hay. Give me more hay. I can't do these 12 shows a day. Bring the llama hay. Bring the llama hay. Um, under a white post farm Facebook post about the incident there was a, a heated debate amongst parents of course there was Gemma Walters wrote I think the decent thing to do if these complimentary annual passes aren't being honoured would be to offer all those that claim for one free family pass um, as there will be lots of children disappointed by this however Helen Dillon wrote I cannot believe that people complain about this they're an independent company whose software made a mistake <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> Your face. <laughs> why should it take them? Um, why should they take the hit? People should support independent business, not take them to the trade in standards. No. Passes usually cost about £45.50 for the year uh, for adults and £40 for children. And there are currently 600 holders. And then there's a lovely picture of a baby goat on top of a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> showing the sort of thing you can really enjoy by getting one of those passes. Do you know what? This will be good publicity for them. People will say, oh, I got an annual pass and then they've got used to the idea of having it, taking it away and they've gone, do you know what? They've had a mare. We'll give them 45 quid. I have been to said farm have before. You? Yes, yes. Um, as a child. And they, they have this one thing where they bring out a snake Oh, for gosh. you to show, like, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't like. I that. wasn't a fan. I no. wasn't a fan. It did feel a lot like Sheila's shoes, <laughs> which I'll always remember. <laughs> Mummy's shoes. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> As this python's oh, eye and Sheila are. Mummy's got a handbag just like this. Shut up, shut up. <laughs> and then feeling the goats and be like, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy, this is like the rug on the end of your bed. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, for my news from the north, I've gone to the Runcorn and Witness World. Oh. Extraterrestrial sighting as movie alien E.T. is spotted in a tree chopped down in Black Fen. What? Now, this is the sort of story that can do the rounds a lot. I found, you know, Mother Teresa's face in a croissant. I found, you know, Always that good. sort of thing. And this is a picture of E.T. in a tree. A cleaner was astounded when she found E.T. inside a tree. Kirsty Williams of Blendon Road, Bexley, was helping her father cut down the plant in a friend's garden. When they opened it up, they couldn't believe the tree rings looked exactly like that famous sci-fi character from Steven Spielberg's movie. The 28-year-old said, I thought it was amazing, and I had to take a picture of it. <laughs> I said, look, it's E.T. He didn't go home. My dad thought it was so funny, we were both laughing. The tree was in a garden in Parkmead, Black Fen. Kirsty, who works for an infrastructure services company, FM Conway, said, forget houses that look like Hitler or Jesus on a piece of toast. <laughs> <laughs> I, found, I found 
around eating a tree. I'm sure it'll cheer up some UFO lovers up. <laughs> Kirsty was first to spot the strange pattern in the tree. She said, my dad was cutting logs and I saw it. He was looking at the pretty patterns and I was like, OMG, it's E.T. I saw the big eyes and the skinny neck. I've shown a couple of people and they all think it's funny. Kirsty said her da- dad, David, is going to keep the, the alien finding and maybe display it in his house. Gosh. She said he's going to polish it up and use it for something. He wants to do something with it. <laughs> Coaster. Maybe, <laughs> maybe a wall hanging. And here is the picture of E.T. in the tree. I mean, I can kind of see where she's coming from. I'd have seen an owl, to be honest. Yeah, well, Kirsty's dined out on that being E.T. OMG, it's E.T. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> do you want to play Would You Rather? Always. Jules, would you rather have the power to put people in awkward situations or remove yourself from awkward situations? You've got the power. It is tempting, but I hate awkward situations. I'm not very good with them. And, you know, Dutch is so like, you know how we like, like, oh, we we couldn't talk about that. Yeah. I, I can't talk about that. Oh my yeah. God, that's so awkward. Dutch is literally like straight down the line, has chat. So at the moment, I'm in awkward situations probably once a weekend because <laughs> yeah. he's like, let's talk about it. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. It's no. so awkward. I'm so English. Stop the, it. The other day, um, we were in Selfridges in the beauty department. And he told the girl, the shelf needs a dust. I was <gasps> like, oh my God, I'm dying. I had to walk away. He was like, she needed to know. I was like, <gasps> that girl will have thought, oh my God, it's the mystery shopper. It's been here at last. Oh. <laughs> I know, I couldn't believe it. But then like someone else is like, you've definitely found the boy for you that's telling the story yes, after I, dust. Yes, I agree, actually. It's a very, it's a fine point. <laughs> but I, I'm totally going with the power to just remove myself. There's a lot of awkward situations that I'm in, in like meetings and, you know, the yeah. business world where I just literally look for that pothole to jump in. Yes. Know, out. I think it says a lot about you as well that you don't want to inflict an awkward situation oh, on somebody else. Oh, I hate awkwardness. Yeah. I hate well, it. Well, it's the worst. That's why I like it? my headphones on. I don't talk to anyone. I'm just on my... I'm just getting no from A to B. No risk of awkwardness. No risk. I'm, <laughs> my awkwardness-free life by yes. Jules von Hat. <laughs> How to be awkward-free. <laughs> Put your headphones on. Don't speak to anyone. Yeah, They're yeah, done. Yeah. Um, we absolutely... Adore you. Oh my God, we love you so for much. For listening. We adore you. We really want to see you next month. Please, if you can make it down to London, the tickets are on sale now. Full podcast recording, a few treats, a few little surprises. And, and someone, then... some people from my family will be there. Absolutely. For the first time ever. Ever. Alive. Um, and then a bit of a disco, a bit of a knees up, if you will, afterwards. It's going to be big. It will. It'll be massive. You'll be hungover. You know, we'll, like, we'll eat crisps together probably at midnight. And I saw someone absolutely... suggesting going to raise with June. Oh, interesting. Well, and I was like, well, I'll be up for going raving. I mean, I shouldn't really say this, but she did get flung round. <laughs> she went out. She got taken out on that accidental night out. Do you remember with Juan? The thing is, though, I've been with June when she gets going yes. after a few sherry's. Oh, gosh. June is what she loves it. And I love her when she's there. Absolutely. Ken and Sheila will not be there for that long. They've, no. they've got the train booked back home. <laughs> they know, they're like me, um, headphones on, awkward yes. situations. We must away. We must We must go immediately. <laughs> uh, you can get in touch. Jules and Sarah podcast on Instagram. Or I'm I'm at Jules Von Hat. And I'm at this Sarah Powell. And remember, tickets are available via the link in our Jules and Sarah podcast page yes, on Insta. Absolutely. Um we you can write to us, you can send us cards of this, that, and the other. We are the Portslough Crew HQ. 
P.O. Box. Six. Six. Seven. Four. Seven. London. N. W. Five. Nine. G. Eight. Get in touch any time. Um, we do always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? I'm not entirely sure what I've gone for here. <laughs> um, it's it, Quote. It, random quote. It's found its way to me and I feel like I'm really going to take uh, a moment to identify with this affirmation. Sure. In moments of doubt, trust your gut. Hug your dog and eat a donut. <laughs> Superb. That's assuming you've got a dog and a donut. Or you like donuts. Yeah. I ate donuts. But Do you? Yeah, I'm really not a fan. Can't even jammy. No, I'm just not a fan of donuts. You've amazed me. I'd rather have birthday cake. It's amazing that we just, we still learn, don't we, about each other after all this time. We adore you for listening and we will see you next time. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.